What's up? What's up? Episode two. Episode two. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) We got through episode one. Yeah. That was kind of nerve wracking and interesting. And now we're on iTunes, so it's real. Yeah, that's what's up. It's awesome. We waited for that. It was very, like starting a podcast honestly was a lot more of a process than I thought. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And you did most of it, but I got to watch. I did, yeah. That's like my area, all things. I don't want to call. I don't even want to call it marketing, but figuring out the website, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of up my alley. Pretty good at it. You're good at like, what are you watching? Moral <laughs> support. Chime, chiming in here and there. Is that your only skill set? You're not even going to give yourself any credit? I have others, but I'm humble, so. Oh. You can tell me. I'm not humble at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's your best quality. Hashtag not humble. <laughs> Stay humble. Andrew says Sometimes. hashtag, yeah. Andrew tells me, I'll like, be like, oh, I'm having such a good day. I look pretty today. And he's like, wow. <laughs> hashtag stay humble. Yeah. Anyway, um, Andrew and I have been thinking about really what's the best direction to take this podcast because we definitely want it to be funny, um, but not a planned kind of funny. We want it to be a natural look into exactly how we are. So we don't script anything out. We really don't plan it before we talk and we are doing that on purpose because we want you guys to have the most like transparent look at our conversations yeah it's very improv freestyle off the top of the dome whatever we're thinking that's kind of how we live (laughs) pretty much (laughs) we're not big planners in general so it just didn't make any sense to try and plan it out um and we have just such a variety of content to talk about so Again, any suggestions, totally open. All the people who followed us on Fool Me Once Pod and are liking our quotes and giving us feedback, we absolutely love that. Yeah, thank you so much. And it's been super, super fun to get, just to get everyone's feedback. And I've been shocked at the people who are saying that they're listening and all the people who are not telling us that you're listening and you're still listening anyway. We appreciate you too. Yeah, you guys (laughs) are probably... The real MVP. You're keeping this thing alive. (laughs) And you're probably waiting to see if we talk about you, which... We will. Yeah. For sure. But again, we're not going to use anyone's names, so it'll... You won't... You'll know, but they won't know. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, we thought it might be interesting, or I thought it might be interesting if... Earlier rather than later, so Andrew's going to tell me right now if this is a go, but I thought it might be interesting to talk about what's the best, I don't know, we can go two ways. Either what's the best way to break up with somebody, or how do you not break up, I just want to talk about breakups in general. Like do's and don'ts and funny anecdotes? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, Do's and don'ts. The... I kind of want to hear about your breakups. I've I have crazier breakup stories. I think. Yeah. And just everything that goes into a. I don't know why, but I feel like right now is like breakup season. Or is that the holidays? 
it's right it's before the holidays and then you get back together right after um Valentine's. Valentine's yeah Day. so you're not obligated to all that stuff in the middle sounds like you it's pretty are an expert in speaking that. from experience <laughs> <laughs> all the girls you broke up with for the holidays are like i hate you yeah or spring break you can wait till after wow. that i never went on a spring break uh you really missed out yeah you have actually i can't even remember if it's andrew or one of my exes but i feel like yikes <laughs> I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I will reference something or be like, oh my god, babe, remember when? And then I'm like, shit, that I'm wasn't like, yeah, that wasn't that me. That was not you. <laughs> He's like, cool, thanks. It's hilarious. Sounded like it was happened. a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could have been there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we never do that thing that I've talked about. So yeah. I'm trying to get better at remembering who was who. It's good times, for sure. Makes me sound very... Uh, very what? <laughs> what were you? I don't know. What direction were you headed yeah, there? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think you just say whatever's on your mind without thinking. I know. Sometimes, I have no, sometimes no obvious, filter. like right now, but. Uh, looking for something? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and find an article, but. Oh. We don't need an article to that's talk fine. about breakups. Okay. We got enough material. It's fine. Sounds like I, you do, that's for sure. <laughs> I love me a good article. Okay, go ahead then. With yeah, expert. My Ooh. breakup story? Yeah. I mean, all of... I feel like I would do the same thing every time for breakups. Which is what? Starbucks, for sure. That's the spot. You broke up with girls at Starbucks? Oh, yeah. Every time, almost. At Starbucks? Yeah, middle of the day. It's like a... Why is that? They can't like cause a scene? Yeah, it's out in public. And they leave with a treat. I mean, what's better oh than my. that? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, like, do they get a drink and do they pick out a cake? We get the drink first. A muffin? I don't know. If, probably. I don't remember. Do they know that it's coming? Or you're just like, hey, babe, let's go to Starbucks? Probably not hey, babe, at that point, because, like, the relationship's over. But How do they know? They don't know? I don't They use, hey, it's not working out. Like, before you go to Starbucks, though. Oh. What do you probably, mean? Probably. I don't understand. How are you pre-warning them that you're going to break up There's with them no when they get to the Starbucks? There's no pre-warning. You don't give them any warning that they're about to be broken up with. You're just like, hey, come meet me at Starbucks, and I'm breaking up. No, that's pretty much it. Hey, let's meet at Starbucks. And they don't have <laughs> any signs. Like, you're not, like, pulling away beforehand, like... What are so. your what are what are things that girls should look out for if a girl is starting to feel like her guy's being different or weird or something? What are things they should look out for? Yeah, what are what are signs that, that you're about to get broken up with? Um I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know, probably like distant and not communicative, but that's kind of guys in general. So, I don't know. Let's hear your stories, and then maybe it'll jog my memory. First of all, I've never been broken up with at a Starbucks. Really? Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure I have been broken up with every single time. Like, some girls are like, I've never been broken up with, and I'm always the one who does the breaking. Not me. I'm always the one. You never broke up with anyone? 
No, I always am the one dumped. And oh, literally almost so every single time, the guy was like, well, I can just tell you're like marriage material. Like that was everyone's cop out. Like you're more of like a marriage material and I don't want to hold you back. And I don't know if I can give you everything you deserve. Like it was always like, it wasn't like you're crazy. I don't want to be with you. It was like, you're too good for me. Like you deserve better. Like that kind of. Yeah. Shit. I never, like I never used that one. I like it though. It's because I'm the best. Because <laughs> you weren't dating me, so you couldn't say that to someone. I'm trying to. I think I was just honest. Like, hey, it's not working. I don't know. Okay, well, this is not interesting. Let's hear Are your story. You okay. Well, I mean, which one? <laughs> which one? What, what? The first one that comes to mind. Um. First thing that comes to mind. I don't know. I need to, like, high school? Yeah, go with high school. Or when you think breakups in your past, what's, like, I don't know. Every, every time. Well, my high school boyfriend, it was, like, a different kind of scenario because that was kind of a back and forth, and he sort of gave me an ultimatum. Like, he wanted to eventually marry me, but he was three years older than me. And we had dated up until I had a year or so. We broke up right before I moved to Athens. So I was single sort of for like a summer. And then I guess once I got to Athens and I was doing my thing there, then he wanted me back or something. So when he tried to get back together with me, then he sort of was like, okay, um, I want to I want to be back together with you. But like if we get back together, then I want you to agree to marry me not he wasn't like sign this document (laughs) he wasn't like proposing but it it was sort of like what'd you say uh i i didn't know what to say and there's this guy that i met in in athens that i was like super into and i was kind of wanting things to work out with him and they they never that never happened but (laughs) i was kind of (laughs) dang so, yeah, that guy wasn't classic. He's not that into you situation. So he he didn't work out, but I, I didn't want to let that opportunity go. So I, the opportunity that did not exist. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to keep that in your back pocket. The one that I was, like, hoping for to happen, that was never going to happen. Um, that kept me from being with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> who wanted to marry me. So seems, that's seems logical. That's sort of really my life in a nutshell. <laughs> Holding on to a person who was never going to and... be with me and denying all the guys who didn't want to be with me. So, yeah, that's how that one went. And then, um, yeah, I did, another scenario, the guy was like a lot older than me and we definitely should, uh, I say like a lot, it was like a good few years, but at that time when you're like, like ten, uh, close, close, yeah, that's a lot. That's too much. Well, what was? It's not what hypothetical it was. What was it actually? Uh, it was around <laughs> <laughs> ten. Sounds like too much, so but we it's were, accurate. We were like officially, I don't know. I don't know. Uh. Anyway, like <laughs> whatever. That was a good lesson learned and. 
Um, but he was sort of the same thing. Like, I think that I just always had this underlying, like, I really wanted to get married, and I really was looking forward to, like, being someone's wife, and, and, you know, I am I'm such good wife material. I want to look up the best ways to break up with someone. Okay, look that up while I finish this. And then, after that guy, I dated a professional golfer, and that was cool cool but he wasn't very emotionally available I don't feel and he was sort of the same thing I was kind of young he was 26 and I was like 21 and just in very different stages like I was in living in Athens I hadn't figured out what I was gonna do yet um he obviously was getting established in his golfing career and uh I think we really, really liked each other, but I remember, I distinctly remember, like, his dad was concerned that I was so naive to so many things. Like, I had never flown before. Um, He flew me on a plane. Like, I had never been out of the country. And so he was showing me all these things. I was experiencing all these things when we dated for the first time. And I think he thought it was cute and endearing, but then... I think it just kind of like got in his head that maybe I wouldn't be the best match. And he also was sort of, I think, looking for someone who would travel around with him and sort of like follow him on tour and... Like be his little assistant? uh, I wouldn't say that. Like, I don't know. I just don't think... I think that he... I think he saw it before I did because he was a little bit older and more mature and I was still young and figuring things out and he could tell I was very like motivated and driven and like was probably going to end up doing my own thing lo and behold started my own company a couple years later yeah so I think that he kind of like could see and as much as like we tried to make that work it just didn't like you weren't about to take a back seat to someone and just kind of follow their dream oh yeah heck no yeah <laughs> That's a good call. So I wasn't going to, like, someone, yeah, if they just wanted me to sort of be, like, their trophy wife, like, that's never going to So happen. he didn't take you to Starbucks and break <laughs> the news? No, but he did it over, oh, my gosh, he did it over FaceTime. Ugh. Oh, it was so sad because he, like, literally just won. Just end it immediately? <laughs> no, he, like, won a whole tournament that weekend. So, like. He was feeling good about himself. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He had all the confidence in the world, but. It was, like, that was, like, a pre-scheduled breakup. Like, I really didn't want it to happen, and then I was so excited, like, watching him on TV and, like, to see him win. Oh, like, it was, like, man. a tournament in Chile or something. And I was, like, so excited that he won and all his stuff, and so I'm, like, talking to him, like, throughout the tournament or whatever, and then he had, like, scheduled this FaceTime call with me, like, the next day. And... Like, did what, he send you a, an invite, like, on Outlook or something? Well, I don't I mean, know. scheduled. Like, he was, like, hey, let's... I mean, we always had, like, FaceTime dates because we were oh, long okay. distance. So, but I knew something was, like, kind of weird because he wasn't, he was talking to me, like, throughout the, I don't know. So those are the signs that you felt? Yeah, if there's, like, a scheduled talk that seems out of the norm, then that would be a sign. Um, and then on the call, that was, like, those are those situations where the girl's, like, super desperate. Like, I was just, like, I remember going through everything in my head with my friend like my best friend at the time Ainsley like she knew everything going on and I was like with her like the whole morning of like bracing for this FaceTime call and and then you're on FaceTime so you're like 
which is like more awkward than in person i think because you're like yeah i can see that just like on facetime which i also kind of thought was sweet that he at least was doing it it's better than an email or like a text oh my gosh but still also awkward yeah super i've never done over facetime but he was really sweet about it like he was like i could tell it hurt but the best but there was no there was no getting me I, there was no me like feeling cool about it like i was cool on the call and then i got a little not cool like after the call like, not cool yeah like desperate like no i went like we can make it work and so did you reach back out a lot immediately after that um yeah because like then i just started getting petty like this one for like <laughs> not so for like valentine's day okay this is one of the signs that i knew he was gonna break up with me because like for valentine's day there's something around there i had literally paid like 500 dollars to get like a boudoir shoot done or whatever and got all the pictures printed um he would always like fly and like come see me and come to Athens whenever he would like get cut or whatever else and so our cat's being really annoying right now licking himself oh my gosh super close to the mic <gasps> said put him in a drawer oh no okay sorry guys cat's out of the bag this is the kind of stuff <laughs> that happens in my life that is two headphones in one week Jeez, that is Rory. Not nice Rory okay anyway we're gonna be great with children yeah get out of here <laughs> just throw them off the couch <laughs> anyway i did a boudoir shoot and i was it was a lot of money for me to spend like 500 dollars or something when i was that young and i was so excited i got these pictures printed and they're very like whatever risque yeah um Didn't i you? don't recommend that by the way if you're <laughs> in your young 20s do not do this that should be saved for your husband your future husband and to be fair, that's sort of what he said. But if I'm giving you a photo album of pictures, I literally like got his favorite like hockey players. He had this jersey of his favorite hockey players. He is from um, Canada, from Vancouver. And his brother had like sent me his jersey and that was like a part like I I went through to, this is how you know it's not gonna work if you're going through to such extra lengths to try and impress someone that you're dating then like you're obviously desperate and you're obviously not gonna work out like you should not have to try that hard to get someone's attention and I would have to try so hard just to get him to say he missed me and like that's a first year yeah. sign anyway he wouldn't even look at the pictures i gave them to him in person in this album and like it made him uncomfortable so then i was embarrassed he felt awkward a couple weeks later he was like i got home to my house in arizona he was like i put them in a drawer and i haven't looked at them and he told me that like two weeks later that's so weird and it was just really sad how do you not even look at him i was sad he's into dudes or something no he's married now it's cover yeah, he met this girl like on a. I he met this girl like while we were dating, like while he was on tour. Oh. Uh, and I guess they hit it off, obviously. Gotcha. I was supposed to be at that tournament. The tournament Luckily, he met her at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes in a lot Wichita. of sense then. I I'm pretty sure that's. What they I'm play watching. golf in Wichita. Yeah, or I didn't know where maybe that I was. Yeah. Sounds very far and up north. It's like Kansas. I don't know. Anyways. We're getting kind of specific. They're going to know. 
Well, they obviously know who I'm talking about. <laughs> They're not listening to this, I'm sure. Here's his social security number. <laughs> to any of his friends who still follow me if you're listening to this, y'all are awesome. You know who you are. Yeah. And I like you guys. So. I never met him, so I can say stuff like he's gay, so. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were mm, a little suspicious. So, anyways, um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't agree with that, but. I think you're cool. He though. wasn't into me. You did the right That's thing. That's for damn sure. So, moved on from him. Then I dated a guy who broke up with me in the worst way, but it was also an abusive relationship. That one was pretty tricky. That was the one right before you, actually. Yeah, right before me. We're not going to get in, into that now. That's a whole other fun it's probably story. Probably its own episode. Maybe a two, three parter. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Why is Marius emotionally damaged? <laughs> Forget what my therapist says. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He made me go to a therapist. He was so freaking manipulative. Anyway. That's, that's another telltale sign. It's probably not working if you've only dated someone for a short time. and you're But he had all my stuff just, like, delivered. We had lived together. So that breakup just straight up was, like, all my stuff all of a sudden appeared like in garbage bags like in my parents basement and he had my cat in like his parents garage like literally in a closet like it was like the worst aside from the relationship being the absolute worst thing I ever went through in my life like he was the devil and treated me and poor yeah some people are just really really terrible people he said well, you uh, escaped that, and then escaped that, and then it. I met, and then I met Andrew. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, a lot of guys like that I wanted to be with. Just I don't. I don't really know. If any of y'all are listening to this, if you have insight on why you don't want to be with me, Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> feel free to leave a comment or something on the page. I'll make a post, and you can let me know. You can slide in our DMs. If you have any insight why you didn't want to be with me, I would love to hear it. There's a, definitely a few guys who said no and then came back later and were like, yeah. And I was like, you don't get to come back later. Well, I said no right away. And I came <laughs> back right away, though. So you got to act quick, guys. <laughs> Maris is not going to You had like a 10-minute. Yeah. I had someone tell me one time that I was like... I don't remember. I think it was when I, I'm so petty, I, like, announced that the golfer and I broke up on social media. But I also post a lot. You call so him like, the golfer? Well, I'm just not saying his name. I gotcha. What should we call him? Smart. You can go with golfer. Yeah. Or I golf don't want to say his name. You guys can figure it out if you do some stalking. There's tons of pictures of us still. It's back in, like, I don't know, 2015. 2014. You have to go deep in the archives. Deep in the Instagram archives. Um, Yeah, he was cool. But whenever we broke up and I announced it, I literally, he was so mad how I announced it to you because I was like, I'm back on the market or something. (laughs) And he was like, seriously, you're back on the market. Like, we just broke up yesterday. And I was like, and? Two hours ago. Yeah. (laughs) Or it was probably the same day. Single and ready to mingle. I don't even know. He was so livid that I did that. He was like, I'm not being friends with you on Facebook. And I was like, fine. You're like, well, you broke up with me, so. And then he made me give it. He, like, got me an Apple TV and he made me give it back. And he made me, like legit like drive and meet him to give it back like somewhere in North Carolina 
I don't even remember. I thought you were going to say Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a long drive. But it was rude. I was like, hello, you have a lot of money. Like, you can buy yourself freaking second Apple TV. Like, or why ship are you it to mine? I wouldn't have made that drive, but anyway. When I lost the remotes, I, like, bought and shipped a new remote. It would have been so much. It was embarrassing. I would have done none of that, would be my advice. It was bad. For anyone out there in the same situation. Yeah, dating was really not fun for me. And I think, I honestly think most guys would tell me that I just came on really strong. I can see that. Because I, as you learned in the last podcast, um, I can be a little, I just like, I don't know. My whole thought is like if you're going to date someone you should be dating them because you think they have the qualities of someone you would want to marry and you should be trying to figure out whether or not it's like I never wanted to like casually date somebody like hey yeah. let's just hang out and see what like I hated that, that I was like no like either. let's be serious because like otherwise like there's no reason for us to be dating so I was very like let's get to it or let's end it yeah I was kind of on the same page there so I couldn't agree more it feels like a waste of time. Like, what are we doing? There could be someone else out there I could be spending my time with and, like, yeah, going to movies and Starbucks with you for three years. <laughs> well, apparently <laughs> Where Starbucks. Where is this going? Oh, yeah, maybe not Starbucks. That would be the last thing. <laughs> it's like, what? You've never taken me to Starbucks dinners. before. This is oh, like dinners and movies or whatever you do when you're... I don't know, whatever. though. Like, if I knew that things weren't going to work out, like, I'm, I want to be out, like, immediately. Like, it's like, I will know very quickly whether or not something is going to work or whether it's not. And then I would be like, peace out. I'm done. Yeah. You're no longer invested. Absolutely not. I can cut ties. Like, if I emotionally cut ties with you, if anyone's listening to this, if I have told you I've emotionally cut ties with you, like, they're, I'm done. <laughs> I've not thought about you since that moment. Right. Until you reach out to me. And then I say, hey. And then Andrew's like, why are you... So just as much like how strong you come on in the beginning or seem, you can be just, like on the opposite end of the spectrum. You can be just as much detached when you cut someone off. Yeah. I mean, people just know how I feel about them, I think. Like, you're going to know how I feel about you. Whether I don't care who you are. If you're a friend, the person who works with me, I don't really know. Anyone knows exactly how I feel. Like, if I'm annoyed at you, you're going to know. If I'm in love with you, you're going to know. If I'm... Yeah, you wear your heart on your sleeve very much. <laughs> and for anyone that can't see this right now, Maris is wearing this hoodie, and Rory is trying to get the strings. <laughs> it's very distracting. And, I'm like <laughs> and she keeps, like, swatting <laughs> as we're getting through this story. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, Andrew dated somebody for... Like, right when Andrew and I met... He was, he was, like, getting through sort of a breakup situation with someone. Yeah. Who he had been dating on and off for, like, five years. And how he handled that one in the end, I liked his, the new girl. I don't think she liked it very much. But. You liked it. Yeah, that was long distance, and it was, I mean, it, it yeah, we were in the breakup process. But it's so on again, off again. Like, I hadn't found anyone else yet, so it's, like, you don't have strong enough reasons to cut everything off completely but you're also not committed 100% so it's just kind of like a middle gray area until I met you and I was like oh my god you're the one I want to be with we both felt that about each other okay so, so was... this girl seriously <laughs> like 
they were sort of, they were basically like already broken up. And then he met me, and like I told you guys, we had met kind of over like Fourth of July time. Um, and that following week, like the Monday after Fourth of July was on a Saturday. The Monday after that, he was flying out to San Diego for a work event, and literally, I think I had posted we had hiked Stone Mountain. During our marathon date, we had our first picture we ever took was after he ran the Peachtree Road race. We took a selfie, and then You're so active back then, climbing mountains, running races. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, we put putted after the mountain. Yeah. Okay, so our Sunday. Then you date, made spaghetti. Yeah, I cooked for him on that day. I mean, that's not the point. Oh, getting off the rails. Yeah. Here. So he was traveling out of town the next day. So I had posted a picture of us because. That's literally me. Like, we just met and I didn't care. I was posting selfies. So, <laughs> anyone who follows me will know that you can literally know what I'm doing probably at all times of the day if you just follow me on social media. So, um, <laughs> I had posted this picture of us on Stone Mountain. And then, I think the day before that, I would even posted the picture of us after the peach after the Peachy Road race. Oh, yeah. And... I purposely did not tag him in this photo because I was like, okay, like that might be a little much. I'm not going to tag him because this is just like a lot for what, like I'm going to post it because I wanted to probably mostly to just like let everyone know I was happy because I had just gotten out of that shitty relationship. Yeah. So I posted this and then I'm not kidding. Like, Andrew can tell you the rest of the story, but I know he's going to leave out details, but this is, like, the craziest thing to me. Like, he literally, Monday morning, went on this plane, flew to San Diego, um, got off the plane, turned his phone on, and his phone was, like, blown up by this chick. Oh, yeah, I had, like, a hundred missed texts or something. Like, she had literally blown up his phone, and in that had screenshot my Instagram pictures of us and sent them to him. Saying all this crazy stuff about me and, like, calling me ugly and, like, all these different things. Right? It was insane. Yeah. It was... And I did not the, even Okay, so everything. I didn't tag him in this. So I'm like, oh, my God. This girl is so crazy. She literally went into your followers or the people you started following, saw that you started following a new girl. Like, she was obviously tracking who he was following or whatever, Realized that he was following a new girl because he wasn't talking to her, and they were broken up. Like they were. Yeah, like, we were definitely not together. They're like, not together. I had even dated someone else in Atlanta a couple months prior to that. Like we were just. We but they were just totally like, agreed to be friends, but like they were just like on and on. Yeah. They were like a Ross and Rachel sort of thing. So like she probably thought they were always going to get back together, or I think she was just very controlling over like him not meeting anyone new, and she was sad because. I was pretty, probably. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hashtag stay humble right there? <laughs> yeah. That's my best guess. Because if she, if you're going to overly talk about how ugly a girl is, then you obviously think she's kind of pretty. Then like, you're, you're jealous or something. You're probably ugly. But the fact that she found, like, she had no shame. And the fact that she was stalking your followers, found my Instagram. I don't, I don't even know how to that. Saw that we had pictures. To this day. Yeah, I knew exactly what she did as soon as you of said it Of course you me. do. <laughs> <laughs> I know all the tricks. Girls become little, like, spies or whatever. Yeah. Like, y'all should be that running was... the espionage department of the government. And you didn't we even... Just... Okay, he didn't even tell me right away. Like, he... Because... <laughs> 
he was so happy about the but he didn't want to ruin it so I didn't even know any of this apparently like she had tried she was like trying to blow him up like the day we were like at Stone Mountain like all this stuff and he just like covered to himself like I had ignore, no idea ignore. this was going on in the background in the whatever behind the scenes and then yeah like a few days into his trip because he was gone for a whole week he was like so I kind of in secretly like I was so excited when he started telling me this. <laughs> <laughs> he was so he was like I didn't want to upset you and you don't have to worry about it and I was like yes like who is she like I want to stalk her I need to know this like I want to know everything about her and oh gonna call through the wow I really don't know how to start. You should have answered. Just put him on the podcast. <laughs> You're live with... <laughs> Thanks for... I don't even know what to do about that. You're our 100th caller. What do you... <laughs> tell them what they win. I don't know what to do about that. Anyways, it's going to mm-hmm. happen. People, spare with us. Still figuring it out. Dang. All right. Yeah, maybe turn ringers to... Weird. That was through your phone? And it went on my computer? No, that... that There's no way. I we got the same anyway dot cloud is a crazy thing everything's linked I don't really know where that's you were so excited because I told you this like yeah. a couple days into my trip but that's like okay say what you did when she what you what you did when you had all those messages so immediately I saw all the messages I'm like getting getting up out of my seat in the plane walking off the plane my two coworkers are in front of me and you know the little what's the little breezeway thing that the tunnel thing that takes you from the plane to the airport. Anyways, the skywalk, whatever it's called. I call her on that as soon as I have service again in San Diego. And we start talking. And from the point before I got to baggage claim, I had already like officially ended the entire friendship or whatever. Like, don't call me ever again. You're crazy. I started up. The conversation didn't start like that. I was very like. I don't know, nice, because that's what I default to is my personality, but quickly got to, like, realize he was not stable at this point. I mean, if you send 100 texts in a row, um, that's a little crazy, so don't do that, but... I mean, you say that, but it's kind of hard, though. Like, I felt, to be honest, I felt for her. Like, I felt for her so much, I ended up writing her a message. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry. Which we're yeah. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know how to talk about I'm definitely gonna have to find that message. Yeah. And I, we're gonna have to save that for another episode because that's a whole nother story when we talk about how shitty Andrew's friends are. Um <laughs> his old friends. Yeah. We nix them. They're out of the Bye. Day. Um they're literally the worst. But we have cooler newer friends now. And I cannot wait to tell you guys about how horrible they they tried to make the whole beginning of our relationship. It yeah, was some of the crazy. Bad. Like it's, I felt like we were on a reality TV show. Definitely didn't feel like real life and real people you want as friends. So you got to cut out toxic people. That's for sure. Toxic relationships and toxic people. You got to get them out. Surround yourself with people that are uplifting. Yeah, that's all you need. And who are real. Keep it and real. if you're not a real person, then like, you're a fake I person. think you should, all right, then you're fake. But I think you should reconsider just being honest with yourself and with. You're lying to everyone and yourself. It just is weird to me. 
when people aren't don't just say how they feel. But that's most people though. But some people don't know how they feel. Figure it out. And so Andrew, it's not that easy. So I if you don't know how you feel about something Get a therapist. I think therapy's great. Yeah. I personally I haven't been, but being I think it's good. Judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> the judge. Yeah. Episode two is the judgy episode. Yeah. Well, we're just bringing out, we're bringing up all of the bad times. Yeah. So, anyways, we got through that breakup. Should we see like what this article recommends for breakup? Oh, you found one. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, now. We had the same phone passwords, like, I think first week of us being together. Yeah. We don't currently, but I remember when we first... We know each other's passwords, but I haven't... Like, I can't remember the last time I went on your phone for anything. Yeah. We don't go on each other's phones. And apparently she has... She picked her wedding dress a week ago and is dying... Wanted to show me, and then I. I did okay. Go on the phone. To That's see a it. stretch. I did not want to show. I wasn't trying to show him. Not I said you can't see. Right, because I don't want to see until the actual day. Well, but you're terrible at keeping secrets and stuff like that. So. Right. So I'm just not good at like hiding the. Well, I don't know how to hide. But you're too real. <laughs> that you can't hide. Too transparent. Okay. Whatever. He's not seeing the wedding dress. Obviously, and but I'm told it's very pretty. It is pretty. Yeah. It's perfect. I can't actually. wait to see it. You're gonna see me on the day. I know. I'm walking excited. in it. So Ooh, let's get, we're let's get to back to out. breakups. <laughs> wait, I need y'all to tell me whether or not you think we should do a first look, and why. Yeah. Both, so both people listening, if you could tell us what you think. All two of you, mom and Jacqueline, <laughs> and my mom. Three. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, too real. Back to the task at hand. There's a reason breaking up is hard to do. This article is called "The Best Way to Break Up with Someone Respectfully," according to experts. You okay? So this is what they say. You should break up with someone if you continue to have the same couples conflicts and arguments repeatedly and your partner refuses to support satisfying your needs. Interesting. A healthy working relationship requires two willing participants who want to please each other's wants and needs. That's pretty vague, though. Yeah. Like, I have wants and needs that... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) getting real (laughs) I'm gonna take that back Um, (laughs) don't we all yeah (laughs) man I really like to stroke Andrew's ego (laughs) I can feel it okay there is an art of break okay there is an art to breaking up with someone Audrey Hope, the celebrity relationship expert, tells Bustle, if you do what needs to be done, you can sail through it. A little bit of planning and a lot of respectfulness and compassion means that you can get through the breakup without too much drama. Here's what you need to keep in mind. Number one, give it the gravity it deserves. This is great. 
You're welcome. I haven't even read it. I found it. But giving breakups the gravity it deserves, I can definitely say that I think needs to be done. Some people will just like take the mentality like, well, it's over. We already know. Or it's like, we have decided, so there's no point in talking about it anymore. Like, what more do you want to talk about it? And it's like, hello, like, I'm emotionally connected to you. Like, it deserves more than that. I agree. Okay, so, especially if it's been a long relationship, it's important to make sure you break up with your partner with the respect the relationship deserves. In this age of texting, people... Please do not break up via text message. Relationship counselor and clinical sexologist, Dr. Martha... Sexologist? How do you become that? I don't know. I should do that. (laughs) All the ologists he's going to be. (laughs) Uh, What was Ross from Friends? Wasn't he a paleontologist? Is that the dinosaur one? The fossils. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a paleontologist. Don't ask me about science. Okay. Or geography. It's science. I was just talking to Seth the other day, and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize, like, Tennessee was, he was, like, only you. You're the worst at geography. Only, seriously. Like, this whole, nah, I'm not gonna. You had no idea where Minnesota was? I don't think you still have no idea. I don't. Everyone doesn't know me that well yet. We can't be making me sound like so dumb. Yeah, but you're very, extremely smart and intuitive in other areas, so it's. That's true. I'm like a. Mm, I don't know. I am very intuitive and yeah. smart when it comes to like marketing and stuff that I specialize in. Okay, in relationships. It says, besides coming across as cold and uncaring, a breakup text does not give the other person a chance for proper closure. To ask questions, hear your tone of voice, or see your facial expression on how you feel ending the relationship. The pain in the healing process may drag on, and your now ex may continue to contact you repeatedly. If you care about the person, do it in the best possible way. To be honest, do it face-to-face and don't leave any questions hanging in the air. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I think that, yeah. yeah I, did, I had to, like, force someone to meet me one time because I wanted closure so bad in person. Yeah. I did not understand why. And I was like... So it's not always been face-to-face for you? No. I mean... The FaceTime call. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, I agree with that. And I think a lot of people just think it's, like, easier, especially guys, I think it's easier for them to avoid. And I don't, honestly, it's something I could talk about forever because I want to understand, like, why guys don't want to do it in person unless they're just like don't give a shit yeah i always wanted to do it in person like even if i didn't want to i i saw the importance in that for whatever reason right the situation that we were just talking about where i was on the plane like i had, feel like we had she been through so york many breakups too. yeah but that was i are gonna fly to new york a breakup that i didn't even know like we were together <laughs> <laughs> so breakups there are breakups that happen when you're not actually with the person that's happened to me before yeah oh yeah yeah like you can be like connected to someone and not actually be like dating them yeah it's not a relationship but you're emotionally whatever it's a weird oh Oh, gracious (laughs) I honestly don't know how to stop popular line today 
<laughs> on average, I have like 50 missed calls a day. Those are not client calls. So if you're <laughs> a client listening to this, I'm not ignoring you. Yeah. Those were not business related. It's our past relationships calling. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore. The past is calling and we're just, <laughs> we tied that in to remind you guys to ignore yeah. the past. It's on purpose. Which is not easy to do sometimes. Okay. Um, let's move on to number two. But yeah, face to face. If you're considering breaking or up Or FaceTime. But that is in better a pinch. than on the phone. Yeah. In a if you're in Chile and she's in the United States. <laughs> and you States, just won a golf tournament <laughs> and met your future wife. <laughs> then FaceTime is okay. <laughs> we'll give you a pass. But other than, that, other than that, fly your ass back to wherever she is and do it at Starbucks like a maid. <laughs> okay. That's great advice. You're welcome. Be honest about why it's happening. I think that that's great advice. And if you don't know why it's happening, then, like, come up with your best freaking, like, <laughs> like close enough. Like, don't just be like, mm, I, you know, I just, it's not you, it's me. Oh, yeah, don't use And that. I'm going, like, just don't use that. Or if you do, then be honest. Yeah. Like. It's not me, it's you. It's literally me because. I don't have any self-confidence and I'm insecure and therefore I don't know how to love myself so I don't know how to love you and I have daddy issues and like whatever you have to get out be honest and I don't care if you're a guy that's got to say it or if you're a guy I hope you don't have daddy issues but (laughs) mommy issues that's great advice babe but like seriously like just like come up with a reason and if you haven't come up with a reason, then understand that that is why the girl or the guy is still confused because, like, you're not giving them a reason they can understand. And I still think that if it's something that you're going through that you don't really understand, then you can still find a better way to be honest about that. Like, there is a time when Andrew and I almost broke up because I was going through something... Um, I mean, we did break up, sort of. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Because I I was going through something um, and had a very real, like, like concern about whether or not, like, we were going to be a good match together and whether or not it was a good fit based on what I wanted and what I was seeking. And there was, um, yeah, something that I found in someone else or that I had already had. And it was kind of pulling me away. and But I was honest about it. So that's that's what we're kind of referring to in the last podcast. When we got through stuff together, it's because I was very transparent and honest about how I felt and not wanting to hold him back or myself back. And I didn't want us to continue to try and be together. If A, I was meant to be with someone else, or B, if like we weren't going to be the best person for each other. And yeah. I mean... and. If you knew our situation, if you know, have known how much, like, we've grown individually, like, it it would make sense, um, because Andrew wasn't who I needed him to be, and in some ways I wasn't who he needed me to be, so it would make sense that we would address that head-on instead of just pretending, like, because we had this fairy tale beginning that we were always going to be perfect, and we didn't want to brush anything under the rug, we didn't want 
Because when you harbor stuff like that and when you don't just tell the person that you're with, like, look, like, these are the red flags I'm seeing with you. Like, this is why I potentially don't see you as a good wife for me or a good husband for me. And, and when I'm looking for something in a husband, this is what I want and this is what I want in a wife. And if you don't address those things with that person, then how is that person or you ever supposed to know if you should actually get married or end up together? Yeah, otherwise you're just harboring these feelings and unhappiness. And, and then you get a divorce. Yeah. When you're 50, and then you have to give them a lot of money. Yeah, so don't do that. You just wasted. Be open and honest. As uncomfortable it might be in the moment or suck or be the worst thing ever, um, you can learn and grow so much more from like attacking those things head on. Whether you learn about the other person, yourself, this isn't working out or this is the areas we need to work on. Yeah. Just being upfront, honest. And like I said, in the last episode, communication is probably the most important thing in relationships. Cause I remember when I was telling Andrew, it was kind of like a shock to him and heartbreaking, I think for everyone involved. But I was just like, look, this is exactly how I feel. And this is, yeah, this is just how I feel. And I, and I remember him feeling like I was like being cold or whatever else, but I didn't, I didn't back down from it because I would tell him like, this is so important that I tell you this now and it doesn't matter how much I love you or whatever. If I'm not being honest with you about this right now, and if I'm not being honest with you about this, these feelings I'm having for this other guy or whatever else, then I wasn't going to be, I needed to understand it too. Like I needed to understand like, why is that happening? Like, why am I being drawn towards it? Like, there's something missing in my relationship if that's happening. And the best thing I could do is be honest with Andrew about that and walk away from the relationship to let him be with whoever was best for him or vice versa if that's what needed to happen. And he understood that. And then I think the most amazing part was that he didn't change, like, for me. Like, his biggest... um, response to that was more or less like I mean maybe you could speak to it but I just remember you kind of being like you knew that was true and like you you knew that was true and you knew that like you wanted me to have like like that and you were growing on your own and you knew that you weren't yeah it was exposing maybe my main like insecurities I have with myself already so it just kind of jump started me focusing on that and I should have done it, like, years prior, you know? But Which it wasn't, is, like, an ultimatum situation. No, either. not at all. Like, I wasn't like, you have to do this or I'm not going to be with you. I was just like, I don't know. And he was just like... It was just a very, like, honest time that we had to get through. And then he was... He kind of stepped back and let me, like, do my thing and, like, figure things out. And he was doing his thing and figuring things out and then it was like we like fell back into place together naturally because like that is who that's just how it went Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter like the fact that we've gone what we've gone through because we never have strayed so far from each other where we didn't always I guess kind of feel like we would yeah we always knew where each other was at mentally and emotionally and And it allowed us to grow so much. Yeah, it could have. It was the best thing for us, other than meeting, you know, initially. Mm Mhm. So. Yeah. So be honest. That was number two. About why it's happening. Mm. See, I just put in my password. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Tell them what you realize. Tell them about your priorities and what you would like in a relationship. That's what I just said. This allows both of you to process why the breakup is happening and have a direct conversation about it. That being said, if you're the one who's being wrong, don't list all the ways your partner messed up, she says. Your partner will only become defensive, angry, not listen, and retaliate. You could use I statements that show how their actions have affected you without blaming them. For example, you could say something like, when you blank, I felt blank. No one can argue with the way that you feel. I decided I can't tolerate that anymore. Is sort of how they suggest you approach it. That's good advice. Yeah. Definitely do not keep a laundry list. If you're one of those people who just like keep tallies or you rack everything up, like these are all the things you ever did. If you're, if you plan if you, on bringing things back up that someone has done to you or ways that they've hurt you, then that's a direct reflection of the fact that you are not genuinely over them or you haven't worked through it yourself. Yeah. And you just have to be able to recognize that if you're keeping a laundry list, that that is something you need to work on. Like, that is on you. How you feel is on you. Another person doing something to you, you cannot control other people, what they do to you, what they say to you, or how they make you feel. You can, if someone makes you feel a certain way, does something to you that crosses the line, whatever it is, then it's still on you to decide whether or not you tolerate that. If it crosses the line and it's not okay with you, then you need to leave that person. And you need to make that decision for yourself that you're not going to be with that person. But you don't get to stay with that person and then make them feel some kind of way for the fact that they did that to you because that's not healthy and that's not productive and you're literally never going to be able to work out if that's how you think. Yeah, that was amazing. I feel like you're on a roll right now. It's great advice. I just, yeah, I just can't say anything. I couldn't agree more. Because, like, what is the point? Yeah. You just cannot control what other people do or say. So, like, you don't get to make the other person feel bad. There's no scoreboard. Yeah, first of all, just, like, you're the one choosing to stay with them. So, like, leave. A. If that's not cool. Or B, if you forgive someone, then you should move on from that. You should genuinely forgive them. It's like a controlling, manipulative tactic to do, I feel like. Yeah. You will get divorced if you do that. Yeah, 100% of the time. Or break up. Always. Oh, gosh. Number three. Is this a good one? I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable because it's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. It says make it a clean break. Yeah. I can't do this. I thought you said when you cut ties, you're done. You're right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but that's when I decide. I just got done saying uh, that, like, yeah. I never broke up with anyone. So I was never able to make it a clean break because there's always the other person choosing. But if someone's clean breaking you, that's very tough. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess now closure. I know how all the other people feel. If it's face-to-face or FaceTime mm-hmm. and they give you closure and the bright feelings that they feel about the situation. If someone gave me closure in person, I think that that definitely helps. But... I was never able, it's still kind of hard for me to do a clean break. Yeah. Well, and unless, the only time that I'm the person choosing it is either like if I've had enough time to where I realized on my own, like, okay, yeah, that's good that that guy broke up with me or I don't want to be with him, then I'm fine. But, like, that takes time. 
Or if it's a friendship, for sure, the second I cut you out, like, there's a reason I cut you out, and, like, that's a clean break through and through. I don't mess around with that. Not playing. Not a game. Nope. Okay. More like other work situations. I get over that shit quick. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Okay. It can be really, really hard to resist making a clean break, but it probably won't do you any favors in the long run to leave the future open. Breaking up is uncomfortable for the dumper, but is far worse for the dumpy. <laughs> dumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sounded funny. The kindest way to break up with someone is to do it cleanly and with clarity. Leaving wiggle room for your ex to wonder, is it really over, only serves to torture them in the long run. Being vague is not compassionate. That's true. If you don't want to... Not that there's people out there who are going to be breaking up with me anymore, but... <laughs> I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> <Jacob>. Andrew. <laughs> if you ever want to break up with me. If you're out there ready to break up with someone, it needs to be clear. Yeah. Like, dead ass clear. Like, it's over. This is why. This is my honest reason. And I will never be with you again. Yeah. Be specific. Make a clean break. And then if you do end up being with them again, cool. But at least you said it like that. So then they feel like, okay. And even when you say it like that, like, I will not be with you, that person is still going to hear like, okay, like maybe the door is open. (laughs) Like something might, like it still is going to take a while. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) It's still going to take a hot minute for that to sink in. So if you're even remotely, like if if you know someone's emotionally like tied to you, and you're even like sort of like uh but like then they're gonna take that uh but and like literally run with it and like for sure forever so take all the uhs and buts out of it and no more buts yeah cut that stuff out for sure because they'll all i can i will hang on to like you gotta shut that door don't leave it open was that all of them but on the same no, no. but it's a, I want to talk about whether or not you can be friends with an ex before we end this because uh. people have some weird not weird maybe my logic behind it is weird but don't let me forget I want to talk about that oh wow <laughs> number four it says don't do it publicly okay not at Starbucks <laughs> This whole time I was doing it wrong. If you think your partner is going to be emotional, it's not fair to put them on the spot in public. Make plans with your partner to talk in private in an area where you're both able to express your emotions freely. That is not what guys do. Nope. So rude. Like, unless she's going to hit you, then, like, do it privately. Yeah, that's probably good advice, but... I like the public option. When I think back to my, like, early 20-year-old self. Okay, well. But in the future. Starbucks, though. Like, <laughs> people are, like, working and stuff in there. Like, are you, like, whispering? Like, hey, girl. Like, is no, you go outside. Sit on a park bench. Not uh, inside. Who did you do this to? At least five people. Do I know all of them? Yeah. Not like you've never writing. met any of them, but yeah. Have I talked to them on Instagram? If you know any of my exes. I've tried to talk to... Well, that sounds weird. 
I haven't tried to talk to your exes, but like there's been scenarios where he's yeah. in communication with your ex. Anywho, that that is just coming out weird. No, everyone take that with a grain of salt. We'll get into well, that later. Maris helped me provide closure where maybe I didn't do so well. That's mm-hmm. something I learned from her. So I do not have any problem with exes being in the picture. In that's the future. A, I think, I think that that's friendly. so weird. You can't be like close friends because it's just, I mean, that leaves room for right. so much weird stuff. But Not close friends. Friendly. Sure. But I think that's when people flip out when like an ex is brought up or something, like you have issues. You're not moved on from it. You haven't closed Yeah, you're door. not moved on from it. You still have Or something. you don't have any confidence in yourself. Like, get over it. Like... If you're worried about someone's ex, then, like, you're you're insecure with yourself, and you need to work on that. Because only people who are insecure with themselves would ever be worried about another person. Yeah. Andrew does not flinch if I ever bring up another guy. Even when no. I brought up the guy I had feelings for, while we were dating, he has enough confidence in himself that he's going to be like, okay, why is this happening? What is yeah. going on between our relationship that is allowing this? Like, he's never going to take yeah. it out on the guy. Exactly. That that shows insecurities in myself if I, that was the route I chose, you know? And he also knew that I would I would think that That'd be an extreme turnoff and immediately push you away towards yeah. the direction I don't want you to go. So I would go running to that guy. Let me, lis- let me listen and figure this out and, <laughs> yeah. like, why is this happening? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But again, I just think that everyone should take a dedicated time in their life to focus on themselves. And Yeah, if you haven't, then you should. Yeah. Because I did that. Actually, I always do that, so. (laughs) Once a day. (laughs) (laughs) One minute every day. (laughs) I pause. I start the bath, and then. I look at myself in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, y'all. I take so many baths. I probably take like two baths a day. Yeah. At no, least no one. No joke. At least one. Uh, one day, I want a really fancy bathtub. Like the yeah. one that's the on its own, but like ones. the fancy. Like the one that. The fancy ones. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. Everyone's picturing it right now. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. With the little feet. Yeah. That are like gold or something. It overlooks like, I don't know, what a, a park a lake. or the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Lake. Ooh, the ocean. there's so much out there anywho number six be kind this rule should mm, I cannot read hold on be kind that's like a golden rule for all situations but yeah in this one too be nice treat other people the way you would like to be treated yeah especially during a breakup which god I just like wish I could have a opportunity to break up with someone so I could like (laughs) (laughs) Do it properly and just be like, you know what? You're welcome that I handled it this way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Well, you kind of did with me when we went through stuff. That's true. So. Okay. And then we got back together, so I did something right. Yeah, because it was meant to be. Yeah, okay. Be kind. This rule really should be remembered every step of the way. Be kind even if it feels harder. Be honest about why you need to break up with them and be as kind as possible. Ghosting is not kind, and that's horrible dating karma that's coming back to you eventually. Ooh. For sure. Dating karma. Ghosting is just so rude. It's like a cowardly cowardly thing. Like, it sucks. I get it. It really, really sucks when 
you literally want to move on from somebody, you're breaking up with them, or you just don't want to be with them anymore, and then they keep reaching out to you or keep wanting to talk to you. But, like, that person is hurting really badly, and they don't know what to do. And it's they feel crazy reaching out to you. Like, they feel embarrassed reaching out to you. Like, they don't even want to be doing it, and they don't really know where to go. I mean, I'm not agreeing with the fact that you should – keep reaching out to somebody because the person who hurt you is not going to be able to be the person who makes you feel better. It's honestly just probably going to make you feel worse. But at the same time, if you are the person who's someone's contacting you, honestly, like some like it just takes a little while for people to get over stuff. So you don't have to be like overly anything. You don't have to give in. If they're crossing the line, it's fair to tell them that they're crossing the line. But also just like sometimes like you ignoring them or not responding is what makes them get to a different level emotionally that's like coming off crazy. And if you just could respond to them or be polite to them or like show them, you know, some type of empathy for what they're going through, at least for a reasonable amount of time, it's much more likely that they'll go away a lot more quickly. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times they're used to talking to you every day or they're used to, they're still emotionally connected to you. And like, personally, I don't think that people are meant to be like brought together and then like ripped apart. Um, especially if you're like intimate with them, then like your emotional ties are like so much greater. Yeah. And I don't know, like I had, I've had, but I know like if I was in a situation where someone broke up with me and then ghosted me. It made me feel, like, that much more crazy, whereas, like, if someone told me they didn't want to be with me, like, there was someone who told me, like, I wasn't, like, we weren't going to be together or whatever, and it was difficult for me, and I would keep reaching out or keep needing to talk about it or, like, wanting to talk through it, and, like, he would still talk to me. Like, he would respond, and he would, you know, re-explain things. Like, I think he got frustrated at sometimes, like, I've already tried to explain this to you, and then I would try and be like, well, this is you know, it keeps going through my head or whatever. But he still kind of stuck it out, and I think that that helped me so much more. Like, I had so much respect for that person for caring enough about me to do that. Yeah. And I think if everyone can do that, then that's just nice. Mm-hmm. It's kind. It is kind. All right. Remember your needs is number seven. Um... No matter how difficult the conversation gets, remembering what you need to end the relationship for your personal growth can help. If they start... Mm, what's that word? Which one? <laughs> Where are we at? If they start... Is it emoting? Oh, yeah, emoting. What does that mean? Like, I think what it means... Emoting, like using their emotion, like, right? I don't know. Hey, Siri, what does emoting mean? <laughs> oh, gosh darn it. What is it? Should I ask Siri? Hey, yeah. Siri, what does emoting mean? It won't listen to me. It's hey, hey, Siri, what does emoting mean? Uh, loading. <laughs> the definition of the word load is... <laughs> <laughs> For all of you listening who knows what emoting means and you're really annoyed at us right now, (laughs) welcome to our lives. (laughs) Moving on. If they start emoting and bringing you in, ground yourself for why... It has to be using their emotions. By remembering why you need this. 
when they wanted more and you tell them that you just don't want to be in this anymore, but that you love them, care about them, want the best for them, but are 100% clear that this is over, you've done it right. By being kind and loving and honoring what you've had, you will have taken the path of personal growth. Breakups are never going to be easy no matter who does the breaking up. The pain of loss is inevitable. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that this is for your own good. And I agree with that. I think one of the most important things to remember, honestly, if you're breaking up with someone, one of the best things I think that you can do for the person that you're breaking up with or the person that you're saying, like, we can't be together, is to also let them know that it's hurting you too. I think one of the hardest things for me... Um, and just other girls that I've talked to who are going through a breakup is like you guys or girls will try and keep such like a strong face like they're fine if they're the ones breaking up or sometimes like you feel fine when you're breaking up with someone but that's also kind of like a mini like ego trip that you're going through because like you're the one making the decision and you feel confident about it for whatever reason and maybe like it's later or not maybe it's during it where you are actually in pain or maybe it was a painful step to get there and I think I think being honest about that but in a way that you're like look like this is really hurting me and it hurts me to do this but my mind is not changed then the girl isn't or the guy isn't wondering is she even hurting right now like how could she do this like whatever like you're taking it off the table that you're going to wake up one day and be in pain and, like, want them back. Like, they need to know that you're, like, legit done, but they should know what that means, like, through and through. Like, if it was a painful process for you to come to that decision or if you've thought about it and, like, the reasons that you came up with and the reasons why, just, like, be transparent about that because that is what that person can hold on to. And remember, if you beat around the bush or, like, what's the word? Like... Or vague. Big. Yeah, if you're vague or like sugarcoat it, that's what I was yeah, looking yeah. for. Sugarcoat. If you sugarcoat it, then they're gonna whatever you say is what they're gonna hold on to. So you're honestly better off just being like, "Look, this is all the things I actually felt about you, and these are all of the real reasons why I can't be with you anymore, and why I don't want to be with you anymore, or why we can never be together, or even start being together." Then that person can walk away with those, and if you're even remotely dealing with like a logical or rational person then the longer that they sit on those words it'll be a lot easier for them to comprehend and then neither of you will have kind of like a misinterpreted like understanding yeah everything's clear on the table and then you can both sit on the same truth as to why things are happening Otherwise, you could get in a situation where you sugarcoat something, you break up with someone. Then you're just lying to yourself, to be honest, while you're lying to the other person. It's not productive. And then you could find yourself in a situation where you break up with them with sugarcoated reasons. You convince yourself of sugarcoated reasons. You are not focusing on the truth. That person's not focusing on the truth. And then you could end up getting back together under false pretenses. And then one day you're going to be reminded of the real reasons why you broke up and you're not giving either one of you a fair chance 
to actually remain broken up for the real reasons why you shouldn't be together to begin with. Yeah, so cut out the sugar-coated shit for sure. Yep. All together. We've been on a whole 30 now for, what is it, like 17 days or something? We cut out sugar. It's amazing. (laughs) So if it works for a diet, it could work for relationships. (laughs) The best analogy. my two cents. (laughs) (laughs) We love talking. We're like literally, it's a cult. I'm convinced. The whole thirty. The whole thirty. Yeah, and the instant, and the instant pot. pot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the combination of the two. But I don't even care if you feel some kind of way. Then you're just jealous that you're not doing the whole thirty. You're lying to yourself. I don't feel bad for you because you're it'll too change much your sugar. life. Yeah. And literally, you can eat the most amazing food, and I don't know. You're just ignorant to it, so I would look into it. Yep. Don't bash people. Anyone who ever makes anyone feel like they're lame for doing something like the Whole30 or exercising or whatever, you're lame. Yeah. You're eating too much gluten. Your clouded brain. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't like people like that. Like support people in doing good habits. And if you don't support people in doing good habits, then you're making yourself super obvious that you don't care about your friends. Support people. Yeah. Be supportive. Yeah. I'll support you in your bad habits if you want, but you gotta support me in my good <laughs> habits. Like, I don't really care. It's a public service Do you, but be nice when I'm doing me. That's all I'm saying. That's a great quote. You know? Okay. Using it. <laughs> it's going on Instagram. All right. Number eight is don't drag it out. Once you obviously. realize... <laughs> obviously. I don't know. No, you're right. Don't drag it out. Once you realize you want to break up with someone, it's best to just get on with it. As soon as you can, have one big conversation without dragging things out. Be as honest and upfront as possible. Many people know that they want to break up, but then feel bad letting their partner know directly. So they often drag out the breakup and the partner senses something is up, but really has no idea what. You might think you're sparing their feelings, but this way of breaking up actually makes it worse. Once you are clear within yourself, do everyone a favor and break up cleanly and directly. Your partner might need to have one or two more conversations about their relationship than you do, and helping accommodate this is always nice. Number nine, don't offer to be their support system. True. There's a balance in this, I think. Like always. There's a little wiggle room, but definitely. You can't be the main support system. You cannot be the main support system. Because that's I think the you, opposite of what you're doing. I think you can be there for like follow up closure, mm-hmm. but not like their main support system. That's not productive. Yeah. That's and what's enough. like the math behind like how long it takes to get over uh, someone? Math. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I'm math. sad that I don't know. It's like something that's like. Oh, takes 30 shit. days to break a bad know. habit kind of deal. Yeah, but it's, like, the longer that you're involved with someone emotionally, like, I think that it's, like, it takes half the amount of time to get over that person. So, it's, like, if you're with someone for, I could be wrong on this, but it's something like this. Like, if you're with someone for a year, then it's going to take you six months to fully get over that. down to a science like that? That makes sense. Yeah, because, like, I used to know it, and I would... (laughs) Then I I got over it. (laughs) (laughs) After X amount of time that I knew. (laughs) No, I like... That used to help me get over people. Because I would be like, oh, it's only like 
300 more days or whatever. The 80-20 rule (laughs) applies. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So this says, don't offer to be their support system as much as you might hate to see them hurting and feel guilty about it. You are not the person to help them through this. Don't offer to be their friend or be there for them. Jeez. It's harsh, but... You aren't what they need right now, and as a matter of fact, you're the last person they need in order for them to move on. It's best for both of you if you let them find another another source of support through the breakup. True. To be clear, that is not a rebound. So... (laughs) Andrew... (laughs) Y'all can't see Andrew, but he just, like, nodded his head like, eh. (laughs) eh. Could be. Now I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm. This, first of all, this is what you need to know about a rebound. If you are broken up with or in a breakup situation, if you do not fully work through your emotions about that breakup, and you find somebody else and sleep with them or hang out with them or date them or whatever it is you're doing, all you are doing is taking your emotions that you have not dealt with that you had for one person Bringing and them putting the them into another person literally and figuratively and <laughs> <laughs> that's great you are just transferring it from one person to another and then you're going to develop more feelings for this person, you're going to be confused and think that you actually feel a certain way about this person that you don't because you're just transferring emotions from the last person into them. And then when you when you break up with that person, your breakup is going to like be tenfold what it should be because it's you're actually dealing with the emotions of the breakup from that person and the person before them. And if you carried on before that, like it just gets worse and worse. A lot of BS. So like, yeah. Don't have a domino effect of, like, relationship breaking up, especially if you're a person who just bounces from one person to the next. You're going to deal with a lot of, like, emotional turmoil. Like, that's super unnecessary. Just, like, process. And if you break up with someone properly, then you would, at that point, have already processed emotionally why you need to break up with this person, why you're not good together, whatever the situation is. Maybe they just suck and you need to break up with them. Regardless, you need to, like, come to terms with what that is. Communicate that well to that person. Have your clean break. And then you're not carrying it on to anyone else. And also, you should really consider that in all these situations where people are going back to people. If you're breaking up with someone, you should have a clear understanding. That way, if you're getting back together with them, you're fully on the same page as to, like what you work there what what is now different to where your relationship can work again yeah totally and ah the next article is the seven best wand vibrators so we're not going into that (laughs) that's your rebound I was like I I scrolled a little too far and it started talking about vibrators and I was like "Mm." (laughs) I feel like we're not in the same article anymore. If you're bro- How to get over your breakup. <laughs> the best tools. <laughs> it'll never the seven best tools. It'll never let you down as long as it's charged. Oh, my God. That was a great way to wrap that up. Yeah, on that note. Speaking of. <laughs> where's the outlet? <laughs> <laughs> 
kidding. Oh, Mom man. and dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we really got into a lot there. I have a lot to say about relationships. That was good, though. Yeah, that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. And our relationship podcast. Right? Mm-hmm. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice? No. No. It's just one. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. All right, guys. Well, if you have not followed us on Instagram, I made it private on purpose so that all you people who we don't like, we don't want you to follow us unless I approve it. (laughs) So. Please follow us. Please follow us. Um. You'll check out some of the best quotes from Yeah, episode. we're always, like, even if you get bored and sick of listening to the actual podcast, like, we, I make these little graphics of, like, what we think is the funniest quotes from so the show. naturally, they're really funny. So, of course, they're Hilarious. the quotes. Yeah, for sure. So, you at least can follow us, see the quotes. It's really the only thing I want to post on there because I don't want to make it about, if you want to know about Andrew and myself, then... You can follow Andrew at Sir Lancelot. Yep. Um, but it's like Sir period Lancelot. That's it. And then mine is at Marist PS. Love it. And yeah, you can follow what's going on in our personal lives there. But we are keeping at Fool Me Once Pod to just being quotes from the podcast so that y'all can stay up to date on what is going on there and what you can look forward to listening about. And on the Facebook group? Yeah. Or page, whatever it's called. But we need reviews on iTunes and we got a random review from someone that sounds like they don't know us and whoever you are, thank you so much for reviewing us because that was really cool to see. Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate anyone who listens to this. Like, if you are listening to this, like, we ask that you please, please, please go and review us um, and give us whatever star rating because we need to know if we suck or if we should keep going. Yeah. It'll help us out. And subscribe. And be kind. And be kind. If you hate us, please don't review. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, like, if you don't like us, like hit us an idea and let us know why there you go but if you do like us then subscribing and let everyone know how much you like us and share it with your friends yeah that's what's up we've had some people share it with their friends and then like their friends feedback to them getting back to us has been super funny yeah it's been a fun ride so far so let's keep it going let's keep it going um next podcast I want to incorporate something that Andrew doesn't know about. And I want us to start doing pop quizzes in Um, the podcast. Like, whether it be about a relationship or something like I asked him to do or something he asked me to do. And I'm thinking, we're going to decide probably next Sunday. You can tell me right now. But I'm thinking that the rule should be if one of us gets the pop quiz wrong then the other person gets to cheat. I don't want to call it punishment because that sounds weird. Do but you it's like, like dishes or something? Yeah. Okay. Like I'm, you could say I had to do the dishes all week or something. I'm down. Or I could say you have to take me, I don't know. To a Whole30 compliant restaurant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the sparkling <Deal>. water. <laughs> <laughs> all you can drink, Pellegrino. Uh, 
right, so that's coming up. Um, this one was a little bit more serious, but I think it was fun. We're going to dive deeper and talk about other fun stuff. Yeah. Later. So t- stay tuned. Yeah. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Catch you guys later. All right, bye. Bye.